Started hurting, whispering. Banner. Um. Okay. Right. I thought. I thought there was an actual whispering character, like whispering Bob or something. Oh, do, you um, want, do you want to play whispering Bob for a bit? Whispering, whispering. Bob is actually a um a person. There's uh, whispering Bob Harris, if you recall. Um, he features in. Oh, that was whistling. No whispering. Whispering. It? Yes, whispering Bob. Oh, I've got to check that it's now. But do you know, do you know what film he, he popped up in? Nope. Um, oh. I love the sound of a crazy crackly keyboard. <laughs> Whispering Bob Harris. Uh, he's he's a real person. He's a radio host for Radio Four. Oh, okay. Well, I've never um, heard of that then. He's a country country. Uh, oh, that's my alarm to wake myself up. To wake yourself up <laughs> from the concept of talking about Radio Four. <laughs> radio You're 4 listening to podcasts. Um, but he does um, only he on does BBC a... Sounds. <laughs> He does uh, country radio, and he popped up in uh, Wild Rose. If you recall, that's uh, where she was. She she went into London to meet with Whisper and Bob Harris. Because that's yeah. how you get your foot in the door with. Yeah, Radio yeah. Two. Sorry, Radio Two. Every Thursday evening at nine pm on Radio. I think two. it's worse. Than you might say from Radio Two, the Radio Four. At least Radio Four <laughs> has launched comedy for the acclaimed country music show. No country music has ever been acclaimed. <laughs> Apart from uh, Gunnar Scott's country music. Gunnar Scott doesn't do country music. He writes right. songs, gets a lot of yeah. money for them, <laughs> and then sits around in his underwear whilst his roommates do reality shows. <laughs> Don't like it very bad, no good. <laughs> it's a good one this week. It's the series, series finale this week for uh, Backstage, Backstage at the Bluebird. Bluebird. Yeah. Our weekly podcast every Friday in which we watch the TV show Nashville and discuss yeah. it in yeah. way too much detail, some would say. <laughs> Not nearly enough detail. Who would say that? Most, most would say. The, the person who writes the detail? <laughs> well, it's it on your head. <laughs> Zombie. Um, well, this is the show where we go into detail about um, movies. And, Do we uh, go into detail or do we well, just chill yeah, out and hang I, out? Yeah, all right. I suppose we chill out and hang out. But I like not exactly, you know, the, the high point of, you know, your details of cinema. We're humans who examine and look at films and enjoy them and spend time together trying to understand why or why not something works or not. And how yeah. we feel about that in the grand scheme of the world. And what um what film are we watching this week? Because we're at the end of uh, sports month. It's the end of sports month, and uh, we're going to combine two sports. 
Oh, basketball. Ice hockey. Okay. And golf. Really? I did not know that this was what this film was about. You didn't know what that's, this film was about? No. So we're going to watch Adam Sandler's iconic Happy Gilmore, one half of the Happy Madison production company name. Huh. I thought it was just about a golfer with anger issues or something. He is a golfer with anger issues. It's just, you know, he wasn't always a golfer. Okay. Just like in Caddyshack, he wasn't always a golfer. And just like in um, Space Jam, he wasn't always um, a baseball player. He was a basketball player. He started off as a basketball player. Oh, the uh, the recently deceased Bugs Bunny. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the first Space Jam. Um, oh, you're not talking about the new legacy that I've created. Michael A. Jordan. Michael A. Jordan. Yeah. And uh, Sexy Lola Bunny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Every time, every time she appeared, there was a bum 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 bum. <laughs> kind of moment. Did you what watch a, what a um, kids film. space? Did you watch Space Jam before the second one? Like, did you? Yeah, two a week or so beforehand, myself and uh, my friend from Norway, who watched how, Space Jam two together, watched Space Jam. How did you find it? Um, through the internet. How oh, funny! Through the server bus, I think. No, 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 no. <laughs> The first one is in the Hollow Earth. <laughs> Different. It is the Hollow Earth, and they use that same set for Godzilla vs. Kong later on. One of others, because I'm very good at reusing sets and recycling. See, now Don't... I'm just thinking of um, Gilmore Girls, because isn't Gilmore Girls set in Hollow Stars? <laughs> stars Hollow. Stars Hollow. I knew it, no, I knew it in North Wales, <laughs> Stars and Hollow. Hollow Earth. <laughs> There'll be a witty repartee and suddenly <laughs> King Kong's there. It's like, oh shit, he's trying to find his people. <laughs> Apparently his people really love a coffee shop. <laughs> Did you ever watch uh, Gilmore Girls? I ever... watched a season and a half. I got what it was. I found it a little bit uh, annoying. Oh, I, I watched it all and I, I loved it. Good. Good for you. A lot of people did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the new season wasn't great. The was year in season? life. Uh, yeah, it was four episodes. No, it was four seasons. Yes. Yeah. Ah, too shame. Alright, yeah, see what you did. Yeah, see what you did there. Um Yeah, uh Happy Gilmore. This is one I haven't watched. Um I don't know why. I think for a long while I was very against uh Adam Sandler films and then I saw his better stuff, you know. Um what's the one we went to see together? Um, did we go and see That's My Boy? No, no. <laughs> no. Did we go and most... see Hotel Transylvania summer uh, holiday? I did, like, I did like the first Hotel Transylvania, but I never saw the others. Um, they're, they're all bad. I don't know why people like them. They're I, all I bad. Don't, I don't remember why I liked the first one, but I remember going... I don't like... know why anyone liked the first one either, because I was so excited to see that, and I watched it, and I was like, oh shit, this is bad. I think that came out the same day as Filth, so I had a really <laughs> shitty time in the cinema. Yeah, Filth wasn't great. Ones. Yeah. Um, no, but we watched uh, Uncut Gems together, and um, and I had also seen uh, that one where he's Superman, but he's not Superman. But people say it's a Superman film. Do you know the one? Do you know Zohan. what? The... No. With a Zohan. <laughs> no. Super I'm talking about his more high caliber stuff. Um, they say he's Superman, but he's not Superman. Yeah, do you, like... Are you talking about the opening song to Scrubs? No. Because <laughs> he's no Superman. He knows. No. He knows he's no Superman. 
No. Um, <laughs> do you actually know? Do you, do you know the, what I'm on about? In all genuineness, no. Um, uh, it's got Mary Lynn Rice Cup in it as well. It's that doesn't make it big easy. Direct, me, big director behind it, Paul Thomas what? Anderson, is it? PTA. Goodness yeah. sake, Paul Thomas. When you say big director, I'm thinking, you know, Brando did a did a movie once. Is it right. him? He was a pretty big director. Right. You know, I'm thinking, what, Guillermo del Toro? Peter Jackson in the noughties? They were big directors. <laughs> These are fat jokes I can make because I'm very overweight. No, you're not very overweight. You're just big boned. Yeah, a little. Um, yeah, what's it called, the film I'm thinking of? Punch? Punch Drunk Love, that was it, yeah. Um, you know... Yeah, you know that's <laughs> you know that's a uh, a Superman film, right? The uh, the uh, the first of the Adam Sandler and Criterion Collection movies. There uh-huh. are now two. Second being on James, James is going to Criterion, and uh, you know, I know I know someone who loves this because there are rumours. Oh, I love uh, that they're they're going to four K finally with the big American film for the last thirty years, and maybe Young Cut Gems will be the first four K. Oh. Criterion. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've I've not there's there's a, a fair amount of um Adam Sandler stuff, his comedy stuff especially that I've not watched. Um, I almost was gonna watch a click this morning because I was like, oh well, I'm, I'm watching a new to me Sandler film. Why not rewatch a classic Sandler comedy? And you almost thought, well, why don't I do The Cobbler? For, oh my god, I watched know, that once. The that director of Spotlight. That was one of my first um, uh, online screeners, I think. Oh, oh, they didn't send you to the big screen for The Cobbler. No, I don't think so. I made it 25 minutes into The Cobbler, and I am a Sandler man. I'm pretty sure it was one of my first um, online screeners, and I was all excited. Um, You've been let into the exciting world of film writing. Yeah. And you thought, oh man, I have to at least like this because it's very exciting <laughs> because they're giving me this opportunity. Yeah. Um, oh, a ridiculous six. I remember watching at eight o'clock in the morning when that came out. I watched that that evening because I was at work. Um, thought it was funny. Zookeeper, he's in that. I'm not watched that. Just I mean, go yeah, with he it. is in that. Do you know who else is in that? <laughs> right. Do you know who, there are two lions? Yeah. Do you know? When you think of the voice of a lion, give me two actors, a male and female actor, you think, well, they're perfect for lions. Owen Wilson. Okay, wow. <laughs> he did play a lion, right? He played the lion in Madagascar. Yeah? Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, Jesus Christ. You are, you are <laughs> frat pack racist. You can't tell one frat packer from another. <laughs> ben Stiller. Um, and I don't know why Lauren Lapkus just popped into my head. <laughs> I think you're thinking of the wrong Missy at this point. Maybe. But go on, who, who plays the lines? Right, well, obviously, Sylvester Stallone is Cher. Oh. When you think of lions, that's of exactly course. who you think yeah. of. Yeah. To be fair, Nick Nolte did play a bear. Oh, no, a gorilla. Gorilla. So right. that makes sense. He plays a bear in uh, Over the Hedge. Yeah. He's been well cast as a voice actor. <laughs> Nick Nolte is um, possibly one of the world, world best cast voice actors out there. Uh, just go with it as one that I remember absolutely loving when I saw. Loving, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Wow. I haven't watched it again, but it's it's the same. It's, it's like with um, it's like with uh, Hotel Transylvania. I I yeah, just have that. the 
I have the memory of really enjoying myself How and being surprised. Um, just go with it. 2011. Uh, so I was... 18. And did you double that up with uh, the, the film Hall Pass, which I think came out around the same time? Probably, yeah. But I don't remember anything about Hall Pass. I mean, I you remember Stephen Merchant in Hall Pass, right? He's Stephen Merchant. He's like, oh, I don't really, I'm really excited to cheat on my wife, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. Um, oh. Bedtime Stories is one I need to watch of his. Do you know who uh, is the other male lead in that film? Or is the male cohort in that film? No. What if I were to tell you he sounds like he's from London? Oh, Russell Brand. Yes. Yep, Brand X himself. Um, I'm just... I'm... Isn't that exciting for Disney? <laughs> Mr. Deeds I've not watched. Mr. Deeds is a good fun time. Um, Mr. Deeds has John Turturro being wild. The Waterboy... Uh, the Wedding Singer, mm-hmm. Happy Gilmore, mm-hmm. Billy Madison. Yep. These are all ones I've, I've not seen. So there's there's quite a few sort of classic. The early uh, era, the stuff yeah. that really put him on the map and said, oh, no, he's a he's a comedy movie star we all love. Yeah. 51st Dates, I remember liking. The 51st Date with uh, Samuel Jackson and Robert Carlyle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm intrigued about uh, going into um, Happy Gilmore. Into an earlier just, Sandler. Yeah, all I know really is about him shouting at the golf ball. What does he shout? Do you know what he shouts? I don't know. Get in that hole. Get in that hole. The, that hole is your home. Don't you want to go home? Oh, is that what he says? Yeah, that no, makes no, sense. Normal things shout at a, a, a ball full of golf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you aware, of course... That uh, the uh, bad guy in this film has a Twitter account, and sometimes the actor does videos for that Twitter account and did one for the uh, 25th anniversary this year. No. Because Adam Sandler did a bit for the 25th anniversary and he did a response <coughs> in character. So they both brutalized their characters together, but okay. in part because of a, you know, a pandemic. So when you're watching this, no, there's kind of a sequel out there. It's not Kathy Bates. Shot on video phones. No, it's Christopher McDonald. Um, Shooter McGavin himself. Because um, Kathy Bates... Kathy's a water boy. Oh, all right. She plays his mum, right? In that. Yep. Yeah, because I remember seeing a bit about... Um, she was uh, happy about her son winning or something. Or, I don't know. She, she said something. She, yeah. 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 Mama's so proud. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's really sweet. Kathy Bates is really cool. She is. She is. Remember she is. Yeah. Remember when you watched that and sort of discovered that? Like, Yeah. It's a really popped off in the last year. People have gone back on yeah, and said, hey, this film, this film that kind of no one remembers, yeah, uh, this is really great. We should bring it back. And I was like... Because you had to rent it on YouTube because it was available yeah. to find nowhere else. Yeah, nowhere it's so hard to find. And then we were both like kind of quite shocked at how good it was. Cause I yeah, thought, Hackford made a good film. I thought the reason it was hidden was because it wasn't that great. Yeah. Turns out, hey, it's hidden because it was too good. Yeah. It was too good. And they had to compete against, you know, art like Space Jam and New Legacy. Yeah. <laughs> Which features the death of Bugs Bunny. Don't know. Rest in peace. R.I.P. D. <laughs> That's cool. an IP no one's bringing back. I don't think Because that film, that film was good. That was fun. Not, fun I've time. never seen it fully. I remember falling asleep during the Fright Fest. Fest. 
the yeah. wrong place to screen a film. And then like waking RIPD. up, someone was doing something to me. It was very strange. Yeah, what were they doing to you? <laughs> it was during that screening, wasn't we it? We all know what happened during the screening at Fright Fest, but I didn't realise you were involved. This is news. You've got first-hand experience. Moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this, because I think I don't... I, See, I've not seen much of his early stuff, yeah. but I, I feel like I'm put off by his early stuff because it was too, he was more loud and obnoxious then than he was as he got further along in his career. Yeah, that's true. He was louder and more obnoxious. Yeah. But here's the thing, Alec Baldwin. Over the years, he has, his ego has increased to the point in which where when he's doing this stuff, he wants people to make sure that he is also treated as a god for being loud and obnoxious. Mm. Whereas here, it's more like, hmm, hmm, some people really don't like him, and you kind of understand their side. Yeah, so I'm I'm concerned about what side I'm going to fall on. <laughs> I think um, you're going to appreciate Shooter McGavin for a decent amount of time and understand his annoyance. But I think you're also going to fall in love with Happy Girl Martha. Well, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, his heart's in the right place. Mm. And um, he always tends to have so, sort of the same voice, apart from Little Nicky. He, he has hey, always what, the same... What's the voice? Like the Little Nicky voice. It's just a Little Nicky voice. Oh, no. Popeye's freaking awful. <laughs> but um, it, all his other ones are sort of played, like, obviously dumb and... I don't know, it feels kind of offensive. What's offensive about Sandy Wexler? I've not seen Sandy Wexler. You've not seen a two-hour, 15-minute experience that's called Sandy Wexler? No. Which features the return of Beavis and Butthead. Oh, really? At Um, the end of the credits of two hours and 15 fucking minutes. Did they put Beavis and Butthead in the uh, server bus? What what company are they? Oh, they have MTV. They have MTV, so they're under the Viacom label, so they'd be on Paramount+. Plus. So I guess, you know, if you want to make sure that... Uh, What's the That's Peacock. Oh, is it? Oh. Yep, that's uh, that's Universal, NBC, NBC Universal. Mission Impossible. Yeah, if you want to experience Vegas. Mission Impossible 7 and 8, that's why they've been shooting for so long. They've been shooting all around the world, making sure they've got cameos from all the people involved in Viacom. <laughs> At one point, you know, The Daily Show is going to pop up and talk to, John, uh, to uh, South Park for a bit, and that's going to be really exciting. <laughs> Like, oh, those two things. And Ethan Hunt's running past them, and he's going to keep running, but we're going to watch this for five seconds. Um, but, um, yeah, I do feel somewhat like it's a bit offensive um, in terms of the voices that Adam Sandler usually goes for, because I feel like he purposely goes for, um, like, in his head, what he thinks our word would sound like, you know? Oh, you mean as to quote the uh, abominable Ricky Gervais long face? Yes. Derek. Yeah. I don't know why these people think that's an acceptable thing to do. Yeah. But then when you mentioned Derek, I was like, ah, I've not rewatched Derek since I've, since the first came out. But, I, you imagine? but I, I did, I do remember enjoying Derek and I didn't have an issue with that. I think my issue with Adam Sandler is that he uses it all the time. Have you seen the Grown Ups films? 
See, that's what I'm saying though. He he uses it all the time in, in his early years. Sorry, is what I meant. Oh, okay. Right. And and he he's by the grown-ups films. He's not even bother. He's like, oh, there's a camera there. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm just on holiday, but there's a camera there. I mean, you guys, you, you people around me, do the funny stuff. I'm going to sit here and laugh at you. And that's the thing. Mm. Two holidays in a row. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm it's only an hour and a half, so what could go wrong? Um, it's only an hour and a half. It's got more energy than you'll find in a bunch of the other the the later years. Right, and it's going to have um, what's his name turning up saying you can do it. Right, that's the thing. Bobby Bobby Schneids. Yeah. The I'm blocked on Twitter by him, Bobby Schneids. You what? You're blocked on Twitter. Yep. Why? Because I said that uh, the title of his comedy, stand-up comedy show, Soy Sauce of the Holocaust, was probably a very bad idea for a, a comedy yeah. title. And uh, I didn't I didn't tag him in it or anything, mm. and he blocked me. And so whenever, you know, when he and Seth Rogen had like a feud a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, can't see that. Mm. <laughs> what a shame. Deuce Bigelow has blocked me, and I'm one of the people who went to see European Gigolo on the big screen. I've not seen either. Hey, guess what we're not doing for this podcast? <laughs> any Rob Schneider? Well, we're doing a Rob Schneider film. But any... Yeah, but any Rob Schneider lead films we're not yeah, doing. Lead films. You won't see us watching The Hot Chick or The Animal. Wait until he turns up in Nashville season three. Hey, you know what? That's <laughs> fine. Deacon. That's okay. I don't mind changing shifts and suddenly losing Chip Eston if he's going to go on who's line again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, shall we watch uh, Happy Gilmore? I mean, that's the premise of the show. I would say, yes, we shall watch. That's a good idea. Will we get a hole in one? Will we? Wait, no. Okay, right, golf. (laughs) What do you know about golf? Hold on a second. Oh, golf. I know gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Isn't that a thing? That's not what I call it. What do you call it? Good or less fun. Depending on how good you are at playing golf. I've, I've never played a full, uh, a proper round of golf or anything. I, You're I not went, missing out. I, I feel like I'd like it. It's stressful. Really? Because when you get to the point when you can't hit the ball that far, you miss the ball on the swing. And you're like, I've got to swing again. And I'm, now it goes off the rail and I've got to push it all the way back over to the green at some point. It's just like, it's tedious. Wow. I'm not good at hand-eye coordination. Maybe that's why. But um, I, I do like uh, going to driving ranges. But I've not gone to one since I was in like high school. So you like hitting things? Yes, yes. But how do you think, feel about the putting side of things when you've got to be so precise and intricate and small? Um, yeah, I don't mind it. And like, you know, like... You will do. <laughs> you will. Do you know what the terms are when, it, when you uh, get a ball in the hole before par? Uh, is that birdie? Under par, as they say. As birdie. Yeah. There's others. And then Eagle. Uh-huh. Before um, that? Um, uh, ship at sea? Bird bird for ship at sea? Really? I'm oh. giving you a hint. Oh, ship at sea. Ship at sea. Bird for ship at sea. Bird. Seagull. Mm, different bird. Begins with an A. Uh, oh, a what? Begins, yeah. begins... Begins with an A. An A. Owl. I have no idea. Albert. Albert. Albertross. Albertross. I never heard that in terms of golf. That's because it doesn't happen very often. Right. Okay. And then, and then the other side of when you're you're over par. 
Um, Any other terms there? Dead birdie. Nope. A dead albatross. Nope. This is very <laughs> easy. Cause if I give you the term bogey, oh yeah, can you give me what it is when you're two over par? Um, it's not. Mm, no. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. The word bogey also appears in this one. Double bogey. <laughs> yeah, and with your three over par? Humphrey Bogart. Give you a hint. It's just as easy as the last two. Quadruple bogey. Mm, one less. Quintuplet bogey? One less. Less, sorry. sorry. Down. One less. Oh, one less than quintuplet bogey is quadruple bogey. So I was right the first time. And if you take a shot and it goes wrong, you say, "Can I get a a redo?" Yeah, but there's a, an amen. There's, there's a term for a redo. Uh, um, I'll give you a hint, Kerry. Mulligan. Yep. <laughs> and what do you scream when you uh, hit the ball and you make sure that no one's in the way? Um, not not three, timber. not five. Timber. Ten, three, five. What's what am I, I missing? I play golf with tree trunks. So One, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. What? What did I miss? What's missing? Fourteen. You said four. Yeah. I'll count that. <laughs> and if there's a teen, teenager around as well. And so you've been to a drive range. So do you know? So what do you? What do you do? You drive the range. Yeah, but where do you put the ball? A ball. Yeah. <laughs> you put it on your jumper. At the driving range? Yeah. Where do you, where do you put it before you hit it? Right, you put it on a tee, right? In a tee, right. T-rex. And you hit it across the... Across the head. Mm, okay, when the ball flies <laughs> towards the green, we know the thing's called the green... You want to hit it onto what part, part of, of the night grass? When it's dark green. Um, you, you want to hit it onto the the, 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 the the main grass. Yeah, but the main grass is called what? And do you know what the, the bad grass is called? The rough patch. Right, the rough, the rough is what it's called. Yeah. But the, the good grass is called... The shave side. No. No, that's just what you call yours. <laughs> Uh, the what's the good part of the um the oh that's not the apple flavored grass. It's like um Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory, right? Yeah, because the the grass was flavored was apple flavored. Right? That's un un unkempt unfair unfettered unfair un unfair. That's unfair. Fair. The ball is now on the fair fairground. Fair work with the um fair the cotton wet. candy on the um on the, the fair way. Fair weight. Fair less one one less one less bit there. Take out the T. Fair way. Fair way. <laughs> I knew that. What did How you? do you know about golf? I, I grew up on golf. My uh, sister-in-law is a decent golf, as an oh, amateur a champion. Golf. No, she's a, she's an amateur champion. Oh wow! She plays tournaments. 
and uh, I grew up on the links. Her name's not the tiny. links of Howard. <laughs> I used to tee off with a putter. I enjoyed Sorry. just using a putter the entire time. All right. I wasn't a big fan of driving for wedges. I wanted to just use the putter all the way and hit it really hard with that. <laughs> yeah, I was a nightmare child. Do yeah, you want to go golfing with me? Yeah, golfing is something I really want to do. I want to do a full round of golf. A full round is referred to as? Um, a full set. It's a game of golf, but the game of golf has how many holes? Um, um, 12. A little bit more. Oh, 18. Uh-huh. And what do they refer to the 19th hole? What, what is the 19th hole? Do you know the 19th hole? No. 19th hole is the pub, the club at the end. Oh, really? You drink afterwards, yeah. Okay. I just didn't know you were a golf person. I know golf. I know a lot more about you know sports this. than I should. I know this. You really, you really do. You really I live in a household full of sports, even though I've uh, never liked them in my life. Mm. Osmosis is a terrible thing. <laughs> but sometimes it works out well for a podcast episode. Does it? Yeah, it's worked out so well so far. Really? 249 episodes of this? <laughs> Shall we watch Happy Gilmore? I, I guess we should. How happy he is. How happy do you think he's going to be? Happy as Larry. Do you reckon any characters from Hubie Halloween will appear in this film? I've not seen Hubie Halloween. So I'll give you a hint. It. It's a good job because Hubie Halloween has a character from this film appearing in that film. Oh, a right. cameo role at the start. And you're like, oh, that's a cameo role. Interesting. That's a closure for a character, I guess. Well, let's watch the Hubie Halloween prequel. Let's watch the Hubie Halloween prequel. Blah, blah, blah. This is how I win. Holy shit, I'm going to come. For 400 years, golf has been a gentleman's game. A game of tradition, etiquette, and above all, sportsmanship. Until now. Y'all ready for this? Yeah! Meet Happy Gilmore. He was a hockey player. That's my puck, baby! Don't you ever touch my puck! Who was skating on thin ice. But when his grandma needed his help... Mrs. Gilmore owes the IRS $270,000. We're going to have to sell the house to someone else. But she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's old. He discovered a new talent. The house is like 400 yards away. That's unbelievable. Now he's going from the links. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. To the links. Hey, where are you going on those clubs, punk? I'm your caddy. He's going to be on the tour. That's that's super. He's got the swing. He's got the drive. He shoots, he scores! He's got oh. the balls. Oh, God, I hurt a little, but I'm all right. Quite a large and economically diverse crowd here at the Invitational. I guess it's the new tour sensation, Happy Gilmore. Hey, if I saw myself in clothes like those, I'd have to kick my own ass. And while he's trying to keep Granny out of the rest home... I'm telling you, this place is perfect. You're going to make friends in no time. He's driving the game of golf. Why didn't you just go home? 
That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. Straight into the ground. Damn you people, this is golf. I'm Bob Barker. Looks like you and I are going to be playing together today. This guy sucks. All right, let's go. Universal Pictures presents Adam Sandler. The price is wrong, Bob. As golf's missing link, Happy Gilmore. So, golf. Golf. You like, you like golf now? Yeah, it made me want to play a game. <laughs> um, tell me about the first time you saw Happy Gilmore. Okay, so I want to talk about this. Okay. I was. Yeah. Oh, this is good. The last few times, it's always it's usually been like, you know, it, it's just always been the thing that you can't remember the first time. So this is this is. I, I remember because I was young, and uh, we had uh, a TV guide, which uh, the Daily Mail TV guide. I hate that right. fucking rag. Yeah. But uh, I grew up with that thing, and yeah. they always gave you four film ratings. They would give you square would be the symbol to tell you that this film oh, is, yeah. has nothing offensive yeah, whatsoever right. circle has like a yeah it's mostly there's yeah it's like more of a pg thing there's not much offensive but there might be a thing for younger people yeah. diamond would be uh, a bit rough around the edges that would be like uh 12s and 15s and then a big old triangle would tell you nope this is 18 only this is uh, the roughest thing you'll ever see right uh, happy gilmore was playing on channel 4 one night yeah and it's a 12 rated film Right. But they had the triangle on this thing. Okay. And I thought, holy shit, this 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 Adam Sandler fella, he's made this uh, film which is so adult. I'm probably sure I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to watch this thing, but it's on TV, and I really want to check it out because I, at this point, I think I'm I think Big Daddy would have just been there, so I was like right. nine, ten, just witnessed that kind of thing. Right. And Billy Madison at this point was already something that is was in my repertoire. Right. Because that was on TV a bit more often. Now, Happy Gilmore is this weird thing. It's like, oh, but it's it, that's why, because it's a super adult picture. Mm-hmm. What could this be? And I believe they gave that the rating for the two long-winded, uh, bleat square sessions. Really? Yeah, because there is nothing in here that would say, whoa. But I can imagine them saying, well, I mean, technically, they've got a lot of swear words in this. They've just covered them up. Because he says the F word and the C word a bit. But we just don't hear it. Yeah, so technically, but not technically. Would it not just be a misprint, though? Maybe. No, I I just assumed. I I don't I don't believe in misprints. I should say yeah. this. If something happens, it's not a misprint. It's meant to be. Right. It's the universe telling me that I had to watch Happy Gilmore. I had Definitely. to find out what this thing was, and what this thing was was uh, something that would then be quoted by me and my brother for years to come. We'd watch yeah. it a lot because he loves his golf. He loves yeah. all sport. And I love Adam Sandler. So <laughs> it's this perfect mix. Mm. And, um, you know, hey, Ben Stiller. We, we enjoyed Ben Stiller. Seeing yeah. him pop up was like this exciting moment of, oh, my God, they've got Ben Stiller in this thing as well. What a, what a comedy thing. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't have much to do. But what he does is he's the worst human being in the world. Yes. And uh, he, he, of all the characters in this film, is the one who returns with Hubie Halloween. The opening really? of Hubie Halloween okay. is, is Hal is back again. I might have to watch that because I was. Hey, Hubie Halloween is a lot of fun. It's a really fun picture. I'd like to see more of him. I wish we had more scenes with him. It's not much at the start, but it's just it sets up the plot. Mm. And also, it's nice to see him back. 
Because, yeah. hey, he doesn't get a closure in this one. He's just allowed to continually destroy the lives of uh, old people for, <laughs> for money. Slave Bruce Campbell apparently auditioned for the role of Shooter McGavin. I can understand that. He's got a uh, cocky attitude. He could easily have taken that into a dark territory rather than his charming territory. Bruce mm. Campbell is just so charming, though. It was the, then uh, again, Chris McDonald is really charming in everything yeah. else. He just happens to be really good at playing a fucking scumbag as well. <laughs> he, he can push it that far to make him the worst person as well as like the charmingest person. Um, it was the first, very first winner of the MTV Movie Award for Best Fight. Bob Barker versus Happy Gilmore. Yep, 100%. Bob Barker, who only appeared because um, he he signed up to it because he knew he, he when he found out he was going to win the fight. Makes sense. It's funnier that he wins. It's yeah. always funnier when the uh, the old man beats the young man up. Yeah. And also, it's a it's a great fight. Mm. You get to the point where you think it's done, and it goes on longer, and that's obviously what a Family Guy would then dish out 17, 18 seasons? No, 20 yeah. seasons of comedy worth of. Yeah. Do they, do, do they still do that? I assume so. I don't watch it. No, I don't think they do the chicken anymore. I just think, you know, the prolonged gags. Just like, how uh, long can right. we do everything, and, how come, and everything has to lead to violence. Yeah. Doesn't happen to no, be chicken anymore. Yeah, no, God, I just remember that. Yeah, I remember that chicken. It's like uh, at some point in American Dad, the uh, the story of this lost diamond became a little bit too much, where they go into letterbox to tell you know, to make it more of an exciting movie style chase about this diamond that's gone across America. Right. What are, what are you doing here? Come on! No, we were watching an episode of a show. You've literally just given up for five minutes of this because you have to do it once a season. And it makes no sense. It, don't. D- d- don't. Don't. I can't like especially, it when they do that. Especially American Dad, whose you know, whole thing is actually we're not going to do cutaways. We're actually a more sensible quality style of comedy show. Mm. That show is very good. Those, those first seven seasons were amazing. <laughs> then it obviously I, starts getting into a bit more simplest territory. It's just like recycling stuff. I, I don't have m- uh, many issues with um, Family Guy, I must say. Uh, I find it I don't just watch it too often. Nothing. But... I, I I went back and watched that first season again when it got oh, to, yeah, when it came to Disney Plus Star. Yeah. I was like, I mean, yeah, I can see why I enjoyed it as a child. Uh, nowadays, there's a couple of jokes at work, but most of it is still so scattershot <laughs> that I can that by the time season four came around and I was disappointed at season four when it came back. I was like, oh, I'm already off board when everyone's got on board properly. I would um I'd go I'd go back and watch it from the beginning myself, just partly for uh, Adam West. He was always, he was always great. Yeah, Adam West, you give him something, he'll do it. And James Woods, of course, he's very good as well, which is annoying Mm. because he's the worst human being. But you can't deny that James Woods is very talented. (laughs) He knew how to handle his voice and persona in a way that uh, you can get great comedy and weird gold out of him. Mm. You look at uh, Surf's Up, which might be a future episode if you haven't seen it. Uh, Yeah, not seen Surf's Up. Right, he's so happy feet. Well, happy, feet happy Feet doesn't matter. Cause happy, the Happy Feet films, we don't need to talk about. Those films aren't... Despite one of them winning an Oscar, those films aren't good. Where Surf's Up has Jeff Bridges. Mm. You know. The Happy Feet, what does Happy Feet have? Hugo Weaving? Um, Hugh Jackman? Uh, Nicole George Kipper? Miller behind the camera. Robin Williams? Yep. Yeah, Robin Williams. Okay. Lil Li- Elijah? Yeah. Happy Feet 2 just happened to be the first red carpet I ever did. Um, has there ever been uh, talk of a Happy Gilmore 2? I just, before, remember I talked about how there were 
they did like a thing this year for the 25th anniversary. There's like a special Santa was on the course and he decided to play yeah, as Ab- Abigailmore. Like, um, and Shooter did a thing. Has, has there been like ever, ever been? There's a always talk? like this thing where everyone will will say, yeah, yeah, we liked making the movie. We'd love to do a second one, but that's never going to happen because who cares? Yeah. It's, it's lightning in a bottle. Why would you go back to it when you can just make. Uh... That's my boy. The crazy credits, it says here. The Go end on. before the uh, bef- the end appears before the end credits roll. That is kooky and crazy. I like my the end to come after all the credits, just to confirm yeah. that those credits were actually canonical, canonical in the film. Yeah, that's... And so every character could look out the window and see the credits flying past and go, like, that's weird. Why does it say Adam Sandler next to my name? I love that guy on TV. He doesn't look anything like me. He's like, wah, 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 wah. and I'm like, wah, wah, wah. in the TV version, Happy talks to the orderly Ben Stiller and yeah. tells him that Grandma has told him everything. He then throws Ben Stiller out of the window. When Stiller hits the ground, he says, uh, "Noy, N-O-Y, maybe now. Now is that guy strong? Then the old people come out and beat him with their hands, purses, canes, and etc." Wow closure yeah i was just thinking that. that's interesting <laughs> gosh could you imagine that's crazy how do you not put that in there i don't know if that's true to be honest i could be hmm. um tv stuff sometimes had more stuff in there to fill out a certain schedule it's weird they put like weird deletes they take stuff out and then put other stuff in yeah. To fill out a schedule cleaner and also not have as much expensive content. Mm. American TV stuff is really fucking weird. Yeah. Plus for that, that's like a quite a significant thing. Yeah, that's a plot. That's a yeah. that's the end of a that's the end of an act for a character. That's an arc being finished. Whereas here, it's just like, oh, she got out, and yeah. uh, you're just assuming Hal is there to. Create slave labor for the rest of his life yeah. until Hubie Halloween, in which, you know, the character breaks out of the mental asylum. Oh. He ends up working out. Who could it be? <laughs> Who could be this killer who's going around stalking the town on Halloween where Hubie is there to try and make sure he's trying to steward Halloween into a safe space? So, only one, um, one MTV award. Um, hey, you know what? Some, it, it's just an honor to be nominated sometimes. It was yeah, it was nominated for um, best comedic performance on Sandler. Good because um, he's great. It was nominated for the Stinker's Bad Movie Awards worst actor. Well, but what um, for for Richard Keel? Adam Sandler. Well, that's uh, not right. And Golden Raspberry Awards worst actor Adam Sandler also for Bulletproof. Yeah, but Bulletproof and, is, is not a good film. And Kids Choice Movie Awards uh, best movie nominated. Good, good. But the Golden Raspberries have the, always have their knives out for Adam Sandler and his stuff. Lauren Lapkus got nominated for The Wrong Missy this last year, which is right. just like the most, you know, giving her a worst actress nomination for that film. Mm-hmm. Lapkus gets to do all of her comic stuff and she gets to you know, run circles around everyone in that film, really give something great. That film, it doesn't work at all, but she, you know, she is, she's like Martin Short. She just goes crazy and gets to commit all of, her insanity to the screen and that's great i don't know why they always have to be like oh aren't we funny we're taking down michael bay we're taking down megan fox and we're taking down adam sandler mm. who are you, <laughs> uh, what, are you the, what have you what have you contributed to society like these guys have lead uh trevino 
um, an American retired professional golfer, yeah. uh, regrets his appearance in the film and said if he'd known how much swearing there would be in the film, he would not Triangle. have done Try I, not, I didn't hear any swearing. Lee Trevino well, was on set, you know, he was hearing the stuff before they got bleeped. Golf.com, Consequence of Sound, and Golf Digest discussed the film predominantly, <laughs> predominantly praising the villain Shooter McGavin. He's a good villain. Yeah. Um... And the Happy Gilmore Swing is apparently uh, often imitated or attempted for fun, including by touring go- golf professionals. Three-time major champion Patrick Harrington mm-hmm. is particularly well known for his impression and even uses the technique in training. The TV series Sport Science has featured Harrington's Happy Gilmore Swing, demonstrating how it can indeed generate additional distance they're at the cost of accuracy. So there we go. Yeah, well, I mean, look, there, was, there aren't many golf films. Yeah. You have Caddyshack, you have Happy Gilmore, you have Tin Cup. Tin Cup, is that worth watching? I, I love Kevin Costner, but I don't think Tin Cup's very good. Another Kevin Costner film. Um, yeah, Happy Gilmore, I, I was... I guess, who's your caddy? Oh, yeah. It's just Caddyshack, but uh, black. It's <laughs> by Scott Mosher. Right. Caddyshack 2. But we don't talk about Caddyshack. Electric Wiggly. Um, no, they didn't even bother. They didn't even bother. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I was surprised how much I enjoyed this. It, it, it flew by. Yeah. Um, you mean, it, you mean it, 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 it drove by? It drove by. And um, and I loved the, the camera work for the... Uh, the point of view of the ball as it when, gets when, when he would hit it really hard, you were yeah. excited for those uh, drone-like shots, which back then would have to be, you know, a helicopter. Yeah. A telescopic lens, really close up, and then having to zoom out real quick and fly by. Obviously, it'd be mm. sped up, but to get so close to all the characters' faces. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then become that. Um, <laughs> Dennis Dugan, back then, cared. Mm. Um, Richard, Richard Keel, is that his name? Richard Keel. Um, I spotted him in, at the beginning, and I thought it was just like a little blink and you miss it cameo. Yeah, so yeah very... that, that, that would be what happens with Sandler. Yeah. He'll put someone I... in there just for fun for a minute. Yeah, so I was very happy to see him come back and be sort of part of the story. A bit. positive part. Yeah, yeah, as well. Um, yeah, there are some really good moments. I wasn't expect. I was, I was surprised because I was expecting... Um, What's his name to turn up and do the You Can Do It? Schneider. Yeah. Schneider starts doing that character in The Water Boy, which is two years oh, from okay. this. Ah, uh, right. Fair enough. At this point, Schneider's still doing, you know, whatever Schneider's going to do. Because he could have definitely turned up in this. He could definitely have turned up in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? You've got some SCTV guys. You've got some SNL guys already. Mm. You know, Kevin Neal is there talking about uh, feeling the energy. People <laughs> wants to go in this home. Mm. What do you think about Carl Weathers? Um, yeah, he. I I kind of wish he'd been in it more. He well, was, of course, he was he's in Carl Weathers. Bit, but... You want him in everything. You want him all the time. Yeah, I did. I did miss him for the middle part. I think everyone missed him. Cause yeah. Because he, he was disappeared, and then he dies. Yeah, he does. And yeah. then you think, oh no, I guess that's the end of the character. I guess he'll never appear again, right? <laughs> 
I guess he'll never hang out with Reese Witherspoon in heaven and tell him it's all in the hips. It's all <laughs> in the hips. Um, the same film that Quentin Tarantino's in. Yeah. Good film. Little Nicky. Good film. Don't know, what, don't know why people don't like it. It's still yeah. good. You watched it a couple of months ago. Still good. Still yeah. good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the HBO series Animals. Okay. Did an episode in which uh, there was a court case between these you know, animals, these two animals who are determined to decide who is the superior comic talent, Adam Sandler or Jim Carrey. Right. And the the whole point, of course, is that predicated on Jim Carrey's 1994. That's the key argument is, well, look, Adam Sandler didn't have anything like going from um, Ace Ventura to the mask to Selman Dummer in one year. Right. But Adam Sandler, his career has been going on for so long and he's made some crap films. But ultimately, because of his continual success for the first decade, he wins. Mm. How do you feel? Um, I think he's more, yeah, he's he's been more in... Uh, the public eye right than jim carrey has been um you know because uh, you can i can't think of any jim can we carrey run down films. jim carrey films for the last 15 years would that help yeah so we're going from 15 well do you want to go do you want to go from 16 years and go we we'll start with fun, fun with dick and jane okay which is kind right. of one of his last leading roles yeah the number 23 which you know Weird comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Strange one. Horton Hears a Who. He plays the title voice. Yeah. Great film. Not really seen. Yes, Man. Yeah, I remember that. Kind of. I saw that the day my grandfather died. Oh. Never seen it again. <laughs> I love you, Philip Morris. That I remember enjoying, but I haven't seen it since. I love you, Philip Morris. It's a great film. Yeah. But too indie, no one would have seen it. Yeah, it went very under the radar, wasn't it? Yeah. Came out here months before it came out in America, for goodness sake. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever heard anyone mention it before, uh, since. Well, you obviously don't talk to me about um, (laughs) Requa and Fikara. Have you you watched it recently? Like, when was the last time you... Probably seven years ago is the last time I watched it. Me, you get back around to it, because I watched Focus again recently. All right. So, you know, I'm trying to go through the director stuff and of course Crazy Stupid Love I'll always watch again and again. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Christmas Carol. The Zemeckis one. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a thing. That certainly was a thing. I saw that in IMAX. Oh. Yeah. I saw it in three D. I saw it in three D IMAX. Back when I didn't like three D. I still oh. kind of don't, but just hang on with me more. <laughs> Mr. Popper's Penguins. Yeah. It's nice. That was ten years ago. That was ten years ago. Yeah. The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. God, I, I I remember the title, but I don't really remember the film. One of much. the great comedy films of the last decade. Yeah. So good. Gaddafini is amazing in that film. He's amazing in everything. And, and you know, um, that's Buscemi and uh, Carell have such a great chemistry in that. I still need to start um, The Sopranos again. Hey, forget about it. Kickass Two. Oh yeah. Used to any press for. Yeah. Smart. Anchorman two. The legend. Used to do any press for 
Kick-Ass 2? Yeah, he didn't like uh, how much violence was in that film. Why was he in the film then? Exactly. That's the big question. It makes no sense. It makes no sense to have done it, having seen the first. Because kick out, yeah, kick out. Should have seen the first one and gone like, oh no, I don't, I don't condone this. But there you go. He made money. Anchorman two, he's uh, in the uh, right, you know, huge fight sequence. Yeah. Him and uh, Marion Cotillard. Is Adam Sandler in that fight sequence? No. Can't get Adam Sandler in that shit. He would demand to have his whole own ten minute segment with all of his friends. I don't know. He's got quite a few. Big names in that sequence. Yeah, big names, but uh, he would be like, well, no, I want to make sure I'm, the, you know, his ego's a bit bigger than... Really? Mm. He, he won't play. He won't play with others like that. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. No, because he's on his home turf. When he's on yeah. someone else's turf, he's very, you know, no, I need to be comfortable. Dumb and Dumber T.O. Yeah. Less said about that, the better. And then we get into The Bad Batch, straight to Netflix. Everyone said that was rubbish. True Crimes. That's um, Disney Plus, actually. Wow, it didn't say Star Wars. <laughs> Dark Crimes, which is a, a murder investigation of a slain businessman, turns to clues found in an author's book about eerily similar crime, based on a 2008 article, True Crimes, a postmodern murder mystery. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that is uh, questionable. <laughs> that's, like, that's like a money laundering movie. And then Sonic the Hedgehog, with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in post-production at the moment. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. He's 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 fallen off the radar quite a bit. Um and it's a shame because in his heyday he was great. Um Wait, in his heyday it... being Ace, The Mask, Dumber Dama, Batman Forever, Ace Two, Cable Guy, Liar Liar, Truman Show, Simon yeah. Birch, Man on the Moon, Me, Myself and Irene, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Majestic, Bruce Almighty, Eternal Sunshine, a series of unfortunate events, and that gets you back into fun with Dick and Jane again. Even that's yeah. not great. Yeah, but that's like hit and miss. It's wild how little he's actually got. Yeah. No, I think they're all good. Mostly hits for me, anyway. The Majestic? Majestic, I don't know about. But most of the titles that you said are, um, are hits for me. Even Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman Forever is good. Yeah. It's better um, than a lot of the other stuff there. Whereas... Uh, Adam Sandler, I think, has managed to stay relevant by Continue. doing things like Uncut Gems in between his Netflix yeah, stick. He did, you know, you've got the Truman Shows, you've got your Majestics, you've got your uh, Eternal Sunshines there. Yeah. And but, you've got, you know, the true like crimes. He, he kind of dropped off the face of cinema a bit, despite doing a few films. But it, I don't know, I feel like he... Um, he hasn't worked as prolifically as he used to, and that that's 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 where he's gone wrong. Yeah. So yeah, I'd 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 go Sandro over um Kerry, I suppose. So I've done my job already. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was really surprised. This was um a. This was a film I have kind of it's it's been sort of lying there waiting for me to watch it, but I've mm. never been inclined to, and I would have been sort of perfectly happy never getting around to watching it. Yeah. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought that I would have missed anything particularly great. That's the thing. It's, it's, it. 
it's such a comfortable creation of a film. Mm. It's structured in a way that's so simple and elegant. It's like, right, here's the setup, here's the antagonist, here's the outside world, here's the internal struggle of the character, let's just see how this goes. And here's five characters who are weird, we'll just do two jokes about them each, and they'll come back. It's not, you know, hang glitter on everything to make sure everything is the most important and perfectly precise piece of work. Mm. It is, it feels like it's, you know, it's just a workman's slobs versus snobs comedy. That's tailor-made for a singular comic voice. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. Because that, it's all it needs to be. It doesn't go too far. It doesn't see, have to service everyone, which is, you know, obviously where Adam Sandler films go. Mm. Service everyone and make sure just I'm in centre and I'm cool, but I don't have to do anything because I don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I was really... I'm, I'm, just, I'm very surprised. <laughs> just how much i liked it i'm glad it's uh yeah. it's a good fun time yeah it's a good way to end um uh, it's, 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 yeah it makes you want to play golf yeah yeah it makes you, you know want what? to hang out was, with uh, adam sandler's character while i was watching the film i was thinking to myself god i wouldn't mind playing a, a bit of golf like and you know i don't want to i can't be asked going out at the moment but i'm thinking i might go on on grand theft auto and play golf on now or something yeah, if just you want to go online with me, we can just do it together. Just want to walk around the house. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Let's, that, fun. let's get that going. <laughs> let's let's have a round. Although I think it's only a nine hole course anyway, so it's half a round. Oh. Boring. Um, yeah. Still, I'm just trying to figure out the answer to the question. Well, I mean, it's a very easy question. All right, go on. Who is your favourite rando character that appears in this film? My favourite what? Random character, like not, not you know, happy, not shooter. All the weird. Richard Kiel. Yeah. How do you feel about the hobo? Um, he was interesting. I I feel like he should have got a bit more, um, to do. There was like that fun little moment where he took the coin that was <laughs> used to, to. Um, mark the place, and that was never picked up on. No, I was hoping there'd be a little follow up to that, but but yeah, sometimes um, a joke just needs to be a joke, you don't need to gild the lily, yeah, I suppose. But yeah, no, I uh, Richard Kill, I just I like tease. What do you think about my favorite character in the film? Go on, Subway Sandwiches. <laughs> I was very surprised. Um, is it Jared from Subway? That was, was that his name? Was that the guy? I don't think that was that guy. Huh? The guy who gets his food in the hole. No, 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 I'm saying I'm, okay. I was very surprised Jared didn't turn up. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you're not... Yeah, well, he wasn't there at that point. Was he not a thing, no? I think that was the... Uh, I think I think it was I think it was 9-11 when that happened. Mm. The towers came down and uh, he avoided showing anyone his hard drives. Yeah. <laughs> what, what a day. <laughs> Everyone well, died just on that Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, are you mad that you watched Happy Gilmore, a movie about a madman? No, not at all. With rage issues. Not. He was so adorable anyway. You kind of charmed by him. Yeah, surprisingly not mad. I I I went through my life as imagining this this wouldn't be my kind of film at all. Um, and yeah, I've surprised myself. I'm not mad. I watched it. 
Are you movie mad for an early Adam Sandler comedy event? I am, yeah. Not massively, not hugely. Oh, but that's but a step. Moderately. That's a good step. Moderately movie mad. Um, You're putting in the hole. You don't have to drive yeah. it all the way down. You're yeah. teeing it up. It's great. Speaking of teeing up, next week is 250. Blimey. How are we going to... We've been doing this for five years. Some would say five years too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you keep telling me this. Stop texting me in the middle uh, of the night <laughs> saying someone say five years too much. I don't know why you keep doing the someone says as well. <laughs> just say it's you. No, I know it's, it's you. I know it was you. It's someone. It's just someone. And admittedly, I am someone. But no, someone else I, I'm, someone. Not, I'm nobody. <laughs> Um, how would you tee up uh, next week's film? <laughs> I don't know. Why? <laughs> what have you got? Oh well. Uh, well, first, actually, where where can we find you? No, no. What what have you got? Oh no, because it's a perfect way to end. So. Um... <laughs> First, oh. where, can, where can we find you? you can I just find remember. me on Twitter at Ethan Runt. Also on Twitter under at Scott Derrickson. Say hi. Yeah. Give me a shout out. Tell, oh, tell me, tell me at Scott Derrickson how much you love Adam Zandler and you think he, oh, he should be in the Marvel Universe because <laughs> I care. Yep. I don't have any power in this at Scott Derrickson, but uh, hey, put Adam Zandler in there. would be cool, I think. Mm. I think it would be Trey cool. Uh, you can find me on letterbox.com slash Ethan Runt as well. Yep. And you can see what I think of, uh, I don't know, Space Jam, New Legacy, a sports film that came out this year. Um, you can find me, uh, thank you for asking, at... Uh, I did me. ask already. <laughs> Actually, what have you got is my asking. Um, I was teeing you up a bit. You can find me at uh, Movie Underscore Mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, and Movie Mad on uh, Letterboxd. You can find us at Movie Underscore Mad on Twitter. Uh, Movie Mad Pod on Facebook. And... Um, are you movie mad? Are you movie underscore mad on Instagram? And are you movie mad at, at hotmail.com? Um, and let me just end. I've, I've got something to say. <laughs> it's better to burn out than to fade away. <laughs> are you movie mad? It's part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. Produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. 